This is episode 1.2. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to be yet, so we are, we are we're stuck on this name. Are the bubblegum chewers like pulling from uh, Roddy, Pop, Roddy Roddy Popper? Fucking, I'm here to chew bubblegum and whoop some ass like we could be the bubblegum. Yeah, I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, I'm sure Piper will have a fit with that one. Then again, I guess he's dead. I bet he can't be any more mad at Ronda Rousey for everything. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Oh, yes, he is. So as of right now, huh. it's still a good day for wrestling. We're, we're going to figure this out. Cause, uh, I'm gonna... We're going to have faith? Yes. If you're listening, we believe. We believe in episode 1.2 and a half. Yes. <laughs> man, but, yes. for what it's worth, like, Episode one proper was was really dope, and it sucks that yes. the world will never hear it because I don't know where it is. It's literally in cyberspace, probably where this one's going to end up, but hopefully not where this one's going to end up, so I need not to say that. So this is not the greatest first episode in the world, but it is a tribute because I do believe the lost episode was probably the greatest First episode for any show in the world, and nobody could ever prove me wrong because they'll never know. They'll never know. My name is oh, Aaron yeah. AC Capers, uh, avid wrestling fan, been one pretty much since birth, and I guess realistically, it's pretty much like the Monday Night Wars was pretty much where I hopped in, like WCW in its prime. And uh, I'm just your average everyday musician. I hit drums and I count to four. I teach kids how to count to four. And uh, in my downtime, I just watch wrestling damn near every day because it's on every day. <laughs> every, every, every day. Every, every. You got like nicknames and shit. I'm Troy Warren. Uh, I mean, I got rap names and shit. That's also Mike. a nickname, fool. I mean, I like, there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going real, dude, you call me Viking, a.k.a. Big Sin, a.k.a. MC Brain, a.k.a. Friar Tuck, a.k.a. Mr. Mean, or we can go into my wrestling personalities, a.k.a. Monroe Scott, a.k.a. Billy Payne, uh, Hurricane, a.k.a. Ricochet. Yes, you heard it right. I had him first. I should have copyrighted him. Shit. You should have. Shit. Bro, I had him first. He'd have been stuck uh, as Prince my, Puma. But, but my my uh, main name, uh, backyard wrestling name, that actually got me famous. I was actually on the news several times back in uh, '97 and '98. Uh, I was I was part of that backyard wrestling movement in Dallas, and actually out of I was with AFU outside uh, out of Richardson. Uh, my name was Vector. Uh, it was nice. actually a play off of uh, Big Van Vader, um, who we will talk about in this episode. Oh, you ready? Um, but yeah, so that's me. I've got four kids, and I'm a child of wrestling. My father, I'm a legacy, as you would say. My father was a diehard wrestling fan, and really all I got left to say is, Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, hell, yeah! There you go. So, um, well, let's just jump right into it. All let's right. So we said we're going to do it. We did it last episode. We're going to have to recreate shit. So, but we're going to do it better this time. And so we're going to start off with Mount Rushmore of wrestling. You know, I was going to say go back and forth, but I don't think either one of us will uh, match up on anything. So why don't you go ahead and do your ma- Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Got to throw the Undertaker up there. Uh, all right, well, let's do let's do an order. Let's do top five. 
right? Let's do okay. Uh, honorable mention first, number five, and then go from there. Honorable mention is uh, Brian Danielson, yes! aka Daniel Bryan, depending on when you came to understand that young man. Uh, number five, oh man, I forgot. I, I literally forgot the whole list, but I know uh, number one for me was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give me a hell yeah. Number two was The Undertaker. Undertaker. Number three, ooh, who was number three for me? Doesn't matter now. It can be whoever you want now. That's, that's also very. That's also very true. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with HBK. Okay. And... Who I don't think was on your list, but, but I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong or right answer to any of these. And I and I guess for me, it's like it's man. Oh, I'm just gonna go with AJ Styles. I'm just gonna go with a whole new list here. So, wow. You know what? AJ that's Styles. cool. Cause I'm actually taking somebody from your list and putting them on my list. Go for Cause it. Because you know what? He made my list. And my number five is Chris fucking Jericho. Yep. That's who I subbed out for AJ Styles, apparently. Yep. That's all cool because you now I get him. Hey, so that's great. I, I'm going to take him. Uh, somebody got bumped, but that's sad for him. Um, so I guess I'm going to do what you did and go top to bottom. My number one easy peasy go- cover girl uh, is Triple H. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. And then my number two is the Woo Man himself. Nature Boy Rick Flair. Rick fucking Flair. Yes, sir. And number three. And I'm actually leaving somebody off my list, too, because I thought about it. And as much as I love the guy, I would definitely say he's in my top ten, but not my top five. I got Triple H, Ric Flair. I, I got. I told you we were going to talk about him. I left him off my list on the first episode, and he visited me in a dream and said, "You're a piece of shit." And I was like, "My bad." I love this <laughs> man, and I'm going big Van Vader. That's tough. And that's okay, man. Like I, I feel bad about the Chris Jericho knock because, like. That that's definitely like one hundred percent needs to be up there, just on the ability to con- consistently recreate himself. But I think yeah, I've got one more. Oh, I yeah, got one more. Man. I stopped counting. No, yeah, you're good. Yeah, but that's cool. You did the same thing last episode, which is really cool. So that's really cool that we recaptured that. <laughs> uh, that's pretty dope. That's kind of funny. But I am going, um, and he I actually this guy actually put fifth in my last list but he's actually going on my mount rushmore and that is mr i first came to know him was dean ambrose but john moxley okay i'm with it so that's a good mount rushmore on both sides it absolutely is like i just you know and i don't think there's anything wrong with any of these i love the fact that like between the both of us we have a bunch of indie guys and and not like wwe homegrown characters yeah well and and here's the thing like with our list there's two things that there's we we have something and they're they're very different but the same in one thing because i think we both feel the same way that you know if you're not down with our list uh we got two words for you suck it suck it So that's what was cool. You had HPK and I had Triple H, so DX was very well uh, very well represented. Yes. But yeah, I, I I like the list a lot. I like both lists. I just, you know, mm. I think there's 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 always going to be an argument to, to be made. Like a, like a slew of people are going to believe The Rock deserves to be up there. 
and mm-hmm. I, I just I just don't know. <laughs> like off of like sheer electric value, absolutely understood. That's right up there with Hulk Hogan to me. Like yeah. rock, rock made me believe things, same way that Hulk Hogan made people believe things. But like, right? I don't know, man. I, if I were to do that, I'd have to put John Cena up there because John Cena is the same way. He makes you believe things. I just. Like after a well, while, it's like I need everything. I want like I want to be entertained in the ring. Like I want to see like some actual wrestling. Cause I'm actually a fan of like like the sport of wrestling, like the actual like Greco style wrestling. Right. Like I'm actually a fan of mixed martial arts. I, I want right. to see like some really cool shit. Like uh, like my favorite. I like combat right? sports. Yes. Like like two of my fa- like two of my favorite three of my favorite wrestlers currently, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, okay. Jonathan Gresham. And okay. Brian Danielson, like just because of their ability to be so in ring technical, like to, so tech savvy, like it's just, it makes. See, it's funny you say saber, and I'm sorry to interrupt, you but did? um, it's funny you say saber because I'm a Will Osprey fanatic, so it's just kind of, and those guys are always kind of put together. So, oh man, like I I love Osprey. I think Osprey is probably yeah. like one of the best, like well-rounded wrestlers that who can do everything. Oh, like, he's the. Go ahead. Oh, so he's the what? No, I was just gonna say he's the most underrated uh, high flyer in uh, wrestling. I I am, I believe, and that's and that's such a weird thing. I don't think I actually don't think he's underrated at all. I just think he's like really? he's like uh yeah he's like Dame Lillard in basketball right now. Okay, like, Dame's dope. But Dame is on like a super small market team. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if he were to win a championship in that small market, it would mean the world because like, oh my God, Will Ospreay did it. It's like, man, like you're still in like I wouldn't and I'm not saying New Japan is a small market, but in the No, grand, not at all. It's the WWE Japan. Exactly. But like for some some reason, some way, somehow, you know, Kenny Omega could cross over. Like AJ right. Styles could cross over. Like they held the they held that championship. And granted, right. when Osprey had it, like he had like a neck, I think he had like a neck injury, like a neck surgery. He had to have like neck yeah. surgery or something like that. And they, had, I think they stripped him of the title, which was really whack. So I don't think he ever really got the reign he deserved that would have put him on that stratosphere with your AJ Styles or your Kenny Omegas. Like as far as like well, high-flying technical wrestlers. You know, and I said when we were the several production meetings we had and talking about the vision we had for the show and what we were going to do. And one thing we said we, we weren't going to do is we weren't going to challenge wrestlers and we weren't going to alienate them and, and really get personal on the people we don't like and this, that, and the other. Oh, absolutely. I really thought, yeah, yeah. And I thought about it and I say, fuck that. Cause I'm about to go in. I'd like, like to say something. Kenny Omega, if you ever want to come on our show and prove me wrong, by all means, please do. It's your faker. You're a fucking golden shower lover, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I hope you, yeah, I said it. And you real motherfuckers out there will understand exactly what the fuck that just meant. And you non-reals won't. And you'll just have to figure it out. But that was damn good. And I'm calling you out because the, the elite is trashed. Wow. You know, if wow. it wasn't if it wasn't if it wasn't for the young bucks, you ain't got nothing. Okay. I'm just saying Blackpool's coming for that ass. And you know, I mean, don't be <laughs> mad when you get knocked the fuck out and you start bleeding, because you know, Blackpool don't stop for shit. Nope. You know, we got the real. We got the real. Well, they got I wouldn't say we, I'm not gonna say that I 
claim them. You know, I might have a shirt on it way on its way, but I'm just saying, Kenny Omega, your little, your little cute, pretty little hair. I mean, you like wake up every morning and do your hair, and like, I bet you sit with female doesn't have a little bun on, you know, and it has a little wrap, but you look cute. <laughs> Uh, but if you would ever like to come on my show, and yeah, I did it, and I know I'm probably going to get some out. Hey, man, we probably shouldn't have done that. You know, what if Kenny hears this and he might not like it? I hope you don't I like, would, I would love, don't like it. I would love to find out that Kenny Omega listened to episode 1.2. You know, <laughs> you know but, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do, but I, I, I legitimately disagree. Um, but I, I completely. This is why we're doing the show, baby. Exactly. I, I, I completely disagree. I, I think. I do think Blackpool is going to go over in that uh, when that match ultimately happens, but that match is going to be the match of the night, and it's not just going to be a one-sided affair. Like like those like the elite know what they're doing. Like they know how to tell. They know how to sell stories. They know how to tell stories. They know like they literally know. They know how to bullshit. They know how to create the best <laughs> out of like an event. Bullshit. And if they didn't, we AEW no, no wouldn't doubt. exist without it. <laughs> like, no doubt. Hey, like, no AEW doubt. itself was built on a podcast, like a, a a a webcast. Right. You know what I'm you saying? You know like, what I'm saying? These dudes figured it out, and like not only and they found I a mean, way to not only figure it out, but they figured it out and found a way to make that correlate to their actual like companies. Like so, I don't they, disagree. I, like, I don't disagree. It sells. The ring work is solid. The Bro, storytelling's great. I, Everywhere they've I gone, mean, they have been the top. They have been the cream of the crop. Everywhere they've gone, they can't help that they the prettiest of the dumpster fires. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm just saying, bro. Like, come on, man. Like these pretty motherfuckers. And and look, I love the brothers. I I got a special edition pop in the house. It's, it's hard to find a better tag team. Uh-huh. But it, 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 you know, and I ain't, I ain't even mad at them. I just really don't like Kenny Omega. Oh, and you know who else I don't really like? The plastic mask wearing motherfucker, whatever his name is. He get on my damn nerves too. Uh, the one with the camera. Oh, Brandon Cutler. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he get on my damn yeah, apparently, I think I, I think he like trained the Bucks like back in the day. Hey, you know, and that's probably why he's around, but he get on my damn nerve. You know, but the Young Bucks cool. And who else is claiming the lead right now? I think that's it, ain't it? It's just the it's just them three. It's almost as yeah, if they're, this, almost as if they're playing a they're playing a way to get Hangman back involved. Yeah, because Hangman now let me tell some Hangman's my dude. That's been my dude from day one when he was in New Japan, New Japan doing some crazy shit. When I first found him, that's my dog. I love him until he started wearing the, the rainbow chap, and like I couldn't do it. I was just like, man, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then he running with uh, the Purple People Eaters. Dark Order. Dark Order, yeah. Purple People uh, Eaters. He, I love it. He's he running with the Dark Order. And, like, I don't even understand these motherfuckers. Like, you're called the Dark Order. Brody Lee made y'all evil as fuck. And now y'all like the superheroes of AEW. And, and the one bad dude, Mongo, the 12 or 19 or 420 or whatever the fuck his name was. There's only one 420, um, and it's Rob Van Dam, for the record. Hey. There's only one 420 uh, in wrestling, and <laughs> it's Rob Van Dam. Hey. Hey, look at me. I know you see me literally. R-V-D. But uh, anyways, 
respect. Rob, hold up. Just real, I'm going to go left. Rob, if you listening to the show, my, my dog, please come on because we ain't got nothing respect for you. Man, I mean, we blow one together, bro. Like, on air, I don't even give a fuck. Because you a bad motherfucker, and you underrated, and you one of the greatest, in my opinion, little high-flying some bitches on the planet. Because you mm. did some dumb shit and got away with it, and I love it. And you the man. But, you know, we're going past that. We digress. We digress. Where the fuck was he at? Uh, I believe you were still ranting on The Dark Order. Is where he's oh, yeah, out. The Dark Order. So Brody Lee come out and make y'all evil again and make y'all a force. And everybody's scared of The Dark Order. And he die. And the Purple Eater, Fat Uno, whatever your name is. Um, I don't even know. Sumo Uno, Uno, Buno, uh, Purple evil Barney Uno. looking. That guy. Uno, the card game that we all loved as kids. So anyways, Evil Uno, I don't know what the fuck. How are you even evil? Because you always happy and giving hugs and high fives. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, change your damn name to Happy Uno or Extreme <laughs> Uno. You know, they got all kinds of Uno now. Disney Uno. Like, I don't know. Just... I think they need to redo the character because I, I, I don't understand it. But, I, yeah, so... I agree, but that, I feel like they are falling a symptom of, like, the early company. So, AEW's been around for a minute, but at the same time, like, production-wise, they're still very, 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 very new. Like, WCW went through the same thing. Like, the exact, like they're going through the exact same hardships as WCW did, at least, like, in the, in the idea of storytelling. So, right. Like, you have characters that, that it's not that they don't make sense. It's that, like, you have not successfully sold us on a gimmick and story. Yeah. And the way the company is run, or the way the company started, was that the, the, the performers would have the ultimate save on their characters. If that's the case, like, you got to let these guys do what they want to do. But if this is what they want to do, somebody's got to be there to check it. Well, and you know what? I will tell you this. You know, AEW, they do well because they have a lot of talent. I don't feel like they're using their talent very well because they got one of the greatest little kids, period, on their roster. I mean, this little kid can wrestle. His wife or girlfriend, whatever she is, she's hot. And he's just a little kid. I don't know know, about 13, 14, but Adam Cole, baby. Man, <laughs> when you graduate high school, you're going to be a real ass motherfucker. I'm just saying, bro. You little ass motherfucker. <laughs> That's my dude. I'm cold, baby. He a was grown a grown ass man. He's a, he's the president <laughs> of the wrestling club at his middle school. <laughs> he's a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busting shots, bro. Like, I'm saying, fuck it. Like, we're going to the top. They're going to be mad at me, but they'll like you. You could be the nice guy, and everybody like AC with the nickname. You know, you like, regular old Troy ain't, you know, he's an asshole. Oh, but hating that's ass cool. Troy. <laughs> you know, we it's wrestling. We having wrestling time. Got to have a face in the heel. What the hell? You're going to have a face in a face. You know what I'm saying? You had JR and fucking the King, and they was great together. Well, that was Imagine great. That. that was magic. I didn't realize like how unbearable the King was until JR left. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. And he was great with JR. He was great with JR. Nothing against the King. King's awesome. He he rode that character until the brakes came off. I'm just saying, like, he was so unbearable. Oh, he's a son of a bitch if you ask me. Hey, hey. Yes, so and, but the way he wrote that character, right? Way, because he was a good old boy. 